join, hit whatever button you need to do to support us. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, Davey, it's been an unusual week. Uh, there's lads getting injured at county training sessions that never took place. Bamboo hurlings, I never thought you'd be one for that, no. Um, and against, I suppose, all the madness, there's still no draw for the Camogie Championship. So nothing changes there, I suppose. The, the Camogie Association is that, is that oasis of, of, uh, of consistency amongst all the madness, I suppose. What do you make of the week? Strange enough? Yeah, it, it, it is strange. Like we say, club championship is only, it's only a matter of 10 days, 12 days away. Um, but like that's something to look forward to. And every, everyone associated with Camogie is, is looking forward to getting back stuck in uh, into that hurling, Camogie, ladies football, football. It's, it's actually a great time to get back into the GA in general. Um, but yeah, the, the week has been made. We said the, bam, the bamboo hurleys um, from Tarpey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no mention of brand names on here. Tarpey's, you know what to do, lads. If you want to mention, hit us um, up. I know, but, but what you make of it? What's it like? All jokes aside. On a serious note, um, the bamboo hurleys, it's, it's like an ash hurley. It, like it has the same feel um, as the ash. The consistency with this, the striking, the touch—it's—it's a hundred percent. I'd even—I'd even think that the the striking is a bit smoother, a bit more crisp, um, than an Ash Hurley. It's giving—it's looking—it looks like it's giving me that extra bit of lint. Um, Sean, yes, Sean, Sean reckons that it, it doesn't break as easy as well. Um, again, haven't really tested that out now, so but I'm hoping yeah. to do that. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. We don't want to go back over your disciplinary record, though. But um, you used it in the league. Like I suppose, were you nervous using it? <laughs> kind of because I suppose it, it's your first year back and no, you're kind of looking to make an impression and stuff. And it, it was actually at the end of the league um, that I, I I got it. So I actually didn't use it in, the, in any okay. games. Um, it was only in, in the trend trend session, kind of since mm-hmm. since COVID really. And so then COVID hit, and I was only off the wall by myself um, but the last couple of weeks I've been, I've been using it hitting freeze with it and it's, it's been a one so yeah it, is it the new is it the way the hurling is going to be going it won't be the clash yeah. of the ash anymore <laughs> um, no. it, it's, it's, it, it, and again every player is going to be different it's, it's, if, they like, if they like it they'll use it if, if not they, they can still use yeah. the ash but in a few years you're not going to have any choice really are you like I suppose the, all the ash is dying out like it's a serious issue so fair play to them to the like they're ahead of the game there and is they could really cash in uh, by, by just being, by being innovative, I suppose. Um, what yourselves in your own? Have you played any challenge matches yet? And what you make of the new, I suppose, on-pitch regulations now and all the kind of the, the bits and yes. bobs that go with the challenges? So again, we won't we play it. Um, again, it's great just to be back. But mm. my, my, like my own point of view, I, I actually didn't play it. I did that bit of an injury you were talking about before. Um, as in many clubs, it's a, it's a lot of muscle injuries from going from very little to kind of heavy workload. Um, yeah, it hurt the hamstring, but hopefully that'll be right by um, by next couple of days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, looking forward to getting the first first game challenge game under the belt before before going to club championship. And um, yeah, and the other thing was the the regulations coming into the and the, the games. The GA announced them today. A few. Ones I'm not too sure about. I'm not too happy about even. Um, I like, I think the spitting and clearing of the nose again. It's it's not something that players do because it like it, it, it's it's not a nice thing to do. It's just the fact you're going so hard for so long. It's just a build of 
build up of saliva um, just in the mouth and it, mm. I don't know it, again you don't want you're, you're not spitting at someone you're like you're spitting onto the ground and again it, it's just a difficult one to say um, it's a difficult how will referees kind of manage that or how do they yeah. how would they see a lad spitting I suppose, yeah sick. that's it it's a bit it's a bit of a strange one isn't it like the yeah. water breaks is probably a good idea because I suppose logistically be difficult yeah. to get a fella's own water bottle on him all the yeah. time whether it's you can possible yeah geez if you're <laughs> I suppose if you're playing the like we I remember playing with air over there a few days in the height of the summer over in Shannon in these places geez would you last 18 minutes without a drink of water in a game that's it the height of the summer the thing is another like, thing but yeah yeah especially when every player has their own water bottle you you'll need that and again they they've kind of said to a minute of a break, which is which is good. Just get, get in the points. Fucking <laughs> two or three minutes. That's lad slow to go back on, but yeah. After look, um, yeah. suppose we better drive on, Davy. That's the thing. We don't want to be here and us talking as well. That's <laughs> it. That. We go straight into uh, club championships. They're starting mm-hmm. next weekend. Um, I suppose with the first round in Offaly, like again, we still don't know the course if there will be an All Ireland club. Um, what, what's your own opinion? Yeah, I suppose <laughs> we just don't know. Um, club championship starts next week in Offaly. They're, they're the first ones back in action as far as we can see. Um, and I suppose there'll be clubs playing the first round. I suppose if, if you take Offaly, for an example, Rhinez would obviously be the one, obvious one we'll be hoping to go the whole way um, and, and rectify the, the Ireland final defeat uh, this year, I suppose, uh, in March. And I suppose they'll, they'll puck their first ball without knowing whether there is an order title for them to contest, which is a bit a bit odd, I suppose. Um, like obviously the GAA have said they're not going to have them. Uh, there's strong rumours that Moe Association are trying to plow on with it. So look, we just don't know. Um, but as you said, Dave, there's, there's a lot of big games coming up. I know when we, I suppose, took our hard stance on um, saying county should be played first, we got quite a few uh, DMs from guys saying we were a disgrace and what about the club and all this kind of stuff. And they obviously don't know who we are. Like club is very important. We're both involved in clubs and coaching and playing and stuff like that. And, and look, it is great. There's some, as we'll see here now in a minute, there's some incredible games coming up in the club championship. So look, it is good they're getting their centre stage as well. But I suppose we book in that by saying like that TG Carrer are starting a full program of club championship matches next weekend. Um, on the television, and that could have been the Kamoi Championship. You know, that's the other side of it. And look, it is what it is, isn't it? I suppose. Exactly, exactly. Um, well, I suppose we like the draws from most of the club championships have been made, and mm-hmm. in, to be fair, there's some serious groups and some serious uh, cracking fixtures mm-hmm. um, throughout from from the first game up until up until the quarter or the game before the quarter final in, in some mm-hmm. of the group stages. Um, but I suppose we'll start with the probably the best county, right? We'll start with Clare. <laughs> yeah, Clare's a very interesting one. I'm not sure how the draw was made, and like we're not suggesting anything in any of these counties by any, by any stretch, but um, like you have a situation in Clare where Aina, Aina Kilimona, Truaclanar, and Scarf Fagonlo are all in the same group. Um, and like that's like the, it, there's two coming out of four there. So one of the big hitters is going to be three and gone out of the championship in Clare, which is. Uh, which is which is serious. Um, like you've Ina there, who were just like up last year until Scarf beat him in the semi final. We're just consistently winning county champions, county championships. Trotan Lara, a lot of county players, always well organised, really really good, strong side. And Scarf, obviously the Munster senior champions. So 
Um, yeah, there's going to be some some bamboo flying in Clare early doors there. Um, I'd say daily by the looks of it, you know. Go on, you're, I'm not going to leave you after you have to call it. No. <laughs> we're, we're, doing, we're doing a prediction show. I want, I want to get a <laughs> uh, geez, look, very, very hard to call. Um, like, I, I really rate Oina, I suppose. We've had a lot of their players in UL, like Claire Harry, Fikim, um, Andrea O'Keefe. I think they're really, really solid side. I, I, like, I'd find it hard to see how they wouldn't, how they'd go two years in Claire without winning the championship. Um, and Clannara, I've been hearing that I've really got their act together and very active on the challenge match scene and stuff like that. I, I will pro- look, we'll start with a bit of an outrageous one. I, I think Scarif might get out of the group. I know that's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm just, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's probably a ballsy one to start with. Maybe we should have gone. But yeah. Like, I don't know. I think, like, I think maybe Ina will feel that they should have beaten them last year and then Scarif got the momentum and, and drove on. Look, they're obviously a class side as well. And Red Scanning picked their leading the line with them there. But, yeah, look, I think I think Ina will will right the wrong the last year and win the championship. Um, yeah, that's we we'll go with that to start. That could be that, so that, that cliff could come back to haunt us now in September. <laughs> the one, the one of the most impressive teams last year in, in Clare um, are knocking out of the group this year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Probably very good on Adrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, we're here to make predictions. We're not here to say they're all lovely girls. We're here to make predictions. That's what we're going with. We stand up. Okay. <laughs> so we move on to our neighbours and the All Ireland champions. Um, a serious group, uh, group one in Galway. Uh, you yeah. well, you've three teams that made Croke Park in the last couple of years, and only two of them get out of the group. Yeah, geez, like again, this is a serious group. Like, draw the group is that's a tough group in Clare, but this is a this is a crazy group in Galway. And again, two coming out as you say, Davy. Um, all year in the Ireland final, twenty fifteen, I think. Ardran the year after or the year after that, sixteen or seventeen. Um, and Sarsfield sure we're in, we're in three finals and then won one this year um, like that's very very difficult to call um, very very difficult to call I suppose yeah <laughs> I'm not really sure what to say about that look like Molly drew Sarsfield in the semi-final last year and it made me feel they should have got over the line um, my own feeling on it is I think um, I really rate Sarsfield I know jeez right <laughs> Great call, like great. You rate our Ireland champions, but you know, not, not a lot of people. Maybe I feel have given them enough credit for what they've achieved, um, and I think they're a serious, serious, serious side. I think winning the All Ireland will give them a confidence and a swagger um, that maybe they mightn't have had before. Um, and I think they will come out of that group. And look, it's a it's a time cost between Molly and Ardrahan to come out the other side in. Um, but I do think Sarsis, um have enough in the tank to retain their title and. You know, depending on obviously what way the year goes, whether it does go on to an Ireland or not, they'd be a hard stop to win their Ireland again. Like, so they're just serious, serious side. And would you have any kind of underdogs in, in Galway or a team that might might catch someone out? out? Yeah, um, like I suppose Thomas's were in the final last year, they're in the other group. I don't know, is it fair to call them an underdog? I suppose it's a while since they won one. Um, the most interesting thing about them is that Sarah Healy, the Galway goalie, is their top scorer. Uh, she's prolific out of the field in the club championship. So, and that's interesting. Um, I suppose the dark horse could be Owen Moore Marie. Um, like they have two of the Galway full forward line play with them. So at club level, that's serious. The Neve Hannafy um, and Ailish O'Reilly. Uh, did a few sessions with them last year. Very impressed. They have a lot of talent. Roshi Black with a few players on the Galway intermediates as well. Um, so if there was someone to, I suppose, come out, of the, come out of the pack there and maybe have a cut off the top three, they'd probably fancy them for it. But like, like I said, it's hard to see Sarsky's not. Um, not winning that, I think, fair to say. Right. 
So the first two we have Ina and Sarasfields as two county champions. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Paddy Power, get on. <laughs> Would we move on to Kilkenny or, or is that kind of off limits with it? You're, no, no. you're a bit in no, we, we call it. We call it. We feel bullish now. We go for it. Go on. And just, just for people that might know, why would that be off limits for you? Ash, look, coach in Thomastown, sure. That, that's, that, that's it. Um, so they're completely underdogs, in your opinion. Anyway. Ah, big underdogs. Very much a social thing down there. So it's nice to get people in the community together and play a bit of ball once a week, once a fortnight. <laughs> once a fortnight there from all the around. It's good. Like, you know, they really enjoy it. So you're, you're, so you're talking out through your... <laughs> okay. Go on. Yeah. Honestly, now give me a couple of predictions. Honestly, Kilkenny, look, um, I suppose Dixborough have been very, very strong at underage for a, for a number of years now, getting to fail at finals and winning fail at finals nationally. Um, and they eventually made the breakthrough in senior last year. Um, and I suppose these things can go one of two ways. I suppose you probably have seen it in the Harland and Clare, I suppose, with, with maybe the likes of Clanlar and these that won an awful lot at underage and they won a senior county title. And it can go one of two ways. They can either drive on and completely fulfill their potential and dominate for the foreseeable future. Or sometimes maybe once you've won one after a long time, the hunger can wane a little bit. So I suppose time will tell what will happen with Dixborough. Uh, they, they have a serious, serious team. They've ordered Henrik full forward with a base intermediate level at Kinney for a long time. Very active free taker. Uh, Jenny Clifford, who was on the Kinney senior panel for a while, won their Ireland with us in 2016. Uh, she's a couple of sisters as well. Um, on the panel as well, they're playing, playing minor and, and under 16 with Kilkenny. Uh, Aoife Prendergast sent her back as well, Kilkenny vice captain. Uh, very, very solid side, they're even all over the field. Um, they, were, they were blessed to beat Piltown in the final last year with a very, very late goal. Uh, Piltown had lost Kellyanne Doyle to a cruciate injury with the Kilkenny midfielder. Um, and Katie Power is struggling with a bit of an injury as well, a bit of a, a wrist injury, but will probably play. So they're probably the two best teams really. Um, Look, the borough could be well placed to dominate uh, for the foreseeable future, depending on how things go. You know, the winners of for for twenty twenty twenty, and we are calling it for twenty twenty one twenty two two. Is it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're going to dominate for the foreseeable future. Um, I suppose we will move on to Tipperary. So, um, I think Burgess had like. They were the, the, the big team in Tipperary for the last couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. But the war knocked off their perch last year. And again, this year, I suppose the draw hasn't been, hasn't been really too kind to them. No, I suppose, look, it's, it's probably fair to say there's three teams really that are, that are the strongest in Tipperary that are a little bit ahead of the rest of the pack. Obviously, Burgess, as you said, Davey. Um, Drummond Inch won the, the county title last year and then uh, Clinalty Ross Moore. Um, no, I suppose Kinalti and, and Drummond Inch have been put in the same group, which means whoever tops that group will get the handier semi-final, whereas I suppose Burgess, if they're going to win the county championship and regain it this year, they're going to have to beat both Kinalti and Drummond Inch, so it's definitely the harder side of the draw. Um, Drummond Inch is a very good side, Eamon McGrath is probably one of the best young players in the country there, Eamon McGrath, midfield, Miriam Campion, um, they're a very, very strong side, they're very well managed, very well organised. Um, so look, look, they'll be there, thereabouts again, I suppose. Clinolty, like, have, um, have a serious set of forwards. Like, they have obviously caught the van. Casey Hennessy back from injury. Of course, they lost Sarah Friday to injury. He was uh, a dominant player at club level at Tipperary. So that'll be a big blow to them. Um, I think Borges are still a very, very good side. It was very unusual for them to take, I suppose, the beating that they got in the county final last year. It wouldn't have been in character for them at all. 
Um, and I think if they if they have their house in order, like I suppose the defeat from last year and the, the bit of hunger that brings, um, I think they'd probably have enough to get over the line. Very really sure. I think. Very good. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I'll, I'll, st- I'll stay in Munster, but I'll just move down a small bit. And we'll talk a small bit about, about Watford, because there is an unusual situation there. Um, again, we have the Watford champions last year, um, All-Ireland Intermediate champions, but refused to play, uh, se- or refused permission to play a senior this year. Yeah. Getting out of the group or whoever gets out of, out of, out of Watford. Out of Watford, yeah. An unusual situation. Now, look, I haven't confirmed this with the Camogie Association because I suppose they don't talk to anyone <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah, we had, by all accounts, um, Galtier obviously won the Intermediate Club of Ireland last year. Uh, well, this year, I keep saying last year, in March, uh, last season, um, requested to, that, that the county go senior um, and were turned down. Uh, apparently, the ruling is that a club from a county has to win the county, the Ireland Championship twice themselves as a club before the county can be promoted. Now, obviously, Liz Moore and Waterford have won that intermediate championship before as well. So, Waterford have won it twice in the past number of years. Um, and I suppose that's aside from the fact that Waterford are now a top Camogie county. Like they're, they're comfortably ranked in the top five in Ireland. Uh, they're consistently competing at senior level in, the, in senior division one at minor A level. So having their champions go into intermediate is just bizarre. And I know last year, a lot of people in Tipperary were very annoyed with it because I suppose they gave Tumivara an awful trimming in the, in the Munster final. And Tumivara are the intermediate champions of Tipperary and, and, and Galtier, the senior champions in Waterford. And that's nothing against Galtier. You can only play in the competition you put into. And they were deserving our Ireland champions. You have to work very hard to win the Ireland. But um, like they would compete if they win Waterford again this year and came out they would compete in the Senior Monster Championship and I would nearly have them as a dark horse to win the Senior Monster Championship they're a serious young side but they're going to be in the intermediate and look it's, it's just one of those we should have a little bell here that kind of rings when something really camogie happens but it'll probably be ringing the whole time but yeah. that's a real camogie thing like it's just bizarre yeah but it's, it's not fair not only on uh, Galtier themselves but it's not fair on we said we said any other intermediate teams that come out of their 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 our county mm-hmm. because again you know you're playing a senior team by right who should be in a senior senior all Ireland championship like yeah um it is an unfair system and it is definitely something that has to be looked at um, yeah and again the, the even for the players even for the players themselves like where's the motivation to go and win another intermediate championship when when they know themselves they're good enough and talented enough have a proper cut off the senior you know it's it's just not right it's not right on so many different levels it's just yeah but and again as we said like the we, we still don't know if there's going to be an all-ireland championship mm. so uh, on the if the, on the positive side if there is something it mightn't be too late to, to change that would that be fair enough sir? ah davy i love the naivety there nothing changes that quickly <laughs> in Kamogi, davy <laughs> Ah, that's, the, that's cute now that is. Ah, gee, that's lovely. <laughs> You're talking about an association who does point blank cancel the minor championship there a couple of weeks ago and refuse the budge. So, look, let's let that one slide. Yeah, you're loaded up one or, two, one or two of those naive uh, moments until you get the more commodity a little bit better. Let that one slide. That's okay. And if we, we focus on the championship, it, it's uh, yeah. um, Galtier themselves. That's the team to beat. You would imagine so, Dave, I suppose. Indeed, another, like, <coughs> the county championships are just littered with tough groups. Like, you've got here De La Salle and Lismore all in the same group. And 
I know Kappa Quinn were in the final last year, but I think most people would say that they're probably the three best teams in Waterford all in the same group with two to come out as well. Um, look, look, Galtier is serious side. We just said it there. Like, I, I, I no doubt, I know, I, I know that they were beating the, some of the senior champions in kind of the warm-up games for the provincial series last year and before the Munster final and stuff like that. Um, and before the before the Ireland final, they beat some of the senior contestants. Um, so they're operating at a at a really really high level. Uh, they're great forwards. They're very very well coached, really well organised, and yeah, class side. Um, like the other side of it is, I suppose, Della Salle went very close two years ago. Cap Quinn beat in the semi final last year. Um, the advantage Della Salle had this year is that Beth Carton will be coming in fresh. Because uh, I suppose usually by the time she hits the club season, she's carried Joel, carried Waterford, and you know, throwing a third team up in the back and couldn't pull them through the winter can be quite hard. So I suppose after a few months off now, um, like you know, at club level, she's just a different, different gravy. They've got a young player called Abby Flynn as well. It's a dual star, international basketball player as well. Um, but look, that's it. I think it's God tears to God tears to win again. There, class Very good. Um, I suppose that's your own county, Limerick. I was actually doing a bit of research earlier, and I was I was struggling to find the actual draw for the Limerick Championship. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any explanation there? You no, I suppose, uh, yeah, I suppose you struggle to find anything in Limerick. Oh, it was, but um, I did track down the draw. Uh, it, it took a little bit of finding. It's not on the internet because, look, right. why would you want anyone to know it? Because we fear someone would actually get a bit of publicity around it. But um, the draw, as far as we know, and this is only just from one of the players, so I hope it's right. Uh, Granna, the Piercing, and um, Granna, the Piercing, in one group, Ahan, the Castle West, and Kakor, and the other group. Um, so, actually, sorry, Cleedy in, in the first group as well. Um, yeah, so look, I suppose. Maybe if there's someone there that has the login and the password for the Limerick Camogie Twitter, they might fire the old draw up so people would know what it is. Let's see what the story is. I, I, presume, I presume two come out of each group, is it? And two semi-finals. Oh, maybe. I presume so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might, might be. My <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, top team might only group. come out straight into straight yeah, yeah, There's no final, just the top team in each group. The point toss. Winner takes off. I know, look, seriously, I suppose, look, look it, that, it'll be a good championship, I suppose, um, it'll probably come down to the usual contenders, and the Castle West were a bit like Dixborough last year, um, in Kilkenny in that, very, very young side, had won an awful lot at underage, had been prolific at winning underage titles, um, and had just maybe struggled a little bit to get over the line in senior, and then produced a, a great performance then against the hand, they come to final, finally do it. Um, of course, a huge loss for them is Rebecca Delee, like George, one of the top players in the country, and is really a catalyst for everything they do. Um, so there's no doubt about it; they'll be a different side without her. Um, Han obviously would have felt hard done by last year. I suppose they're lucky in that Neve McCahey was supposed to be going away traveling for the year, and is is locked down like the rest of us now. So um, again, look top forward in the country, in the country, one of the top forwards. Massive addition to them. Maybe the dark horses here could be Grana Valangari. Uh, they would have been the kingpins of all, I suppose, our learning club champions for going back a decade now at this stage. But uh, by all accounts, have a serious management in place and are training very hard. Um, I think without the lead, Castle West might struggle. Um, it could come down to one of the old school finals between Ahan and Grana, and that'd be great to see. Um, I think Ahan might, uh, might retain their title or regain their title this year, if I'm better word. But it'd be interesting to see if they close championship. 
just on a positive side for Rebecca, like, would she, she might be back for, for Limerick come championship. Um, um that yeah, nearly yeah. nine months, would it? Uh, trying to think, no, did it at the end of January, I suppose. So, yeah, possibly. No? Um, yeah, it wouldn't be far off it. Um, wouldn't be far off it, yeah. It should be a big addition. Like, although, I suppose it'd still be cutting it tight. Um, it'd be still cutting it tight, I suppose. Um, it'd be, inter- well, be interesting to see for Limerick because if Neve Muller will play, because again, obviously, she had taken the that's summer what I was off. And look, you could see instances like that around the country where kind of guys are saying, listen, I didn't really want to give the commitment this year. I was going to go away or I was going to do X, Y, and Z, but maybe I might give the commitment for seven or eight weeks and, and play the championship. So it'd be interesting to see um, around the counties to see if, there, if there's extra players on the panels that maybe mightn't be featured in the league and stuff like that. So Exactly. Um, um, yeah. And, and just on, before we move off um, from the Limerick Club Championship, the fact that we don't know if that's the actual draw. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have dates for our first round, I, pre- I presume. No, no, there's no dates or anything. Look at it, yeah. Uh, all jokes aside, just like, they, they should probably just maybe let the public know when it's on and stuff, just so they can go to the games and that kind of thing. Right, so, so we, yeah. we, we, we'll move we'll on. We'll move to so <laughs> Again, we, we'll stick to another powerhouse in Cork. And I suppose it was, there's all change here um, from last year with Sarsfields winning their first county title in 30 years. Or yeah, another or game so. a bit of, yeah, a bit of a pattern developing here in these counties, isn't it? Sarsfields were a team who, again, would have been very prolific at underage. Um, won all before them at A level in Cork and then just made the breakthrough last year in Ascara before that would have won a couple of titles and would have been kind of the, the dominant team um, so the interesting thing about Cork is that it mirrors the hurling championship in, in a way in that there's a lot of even teams it's very competitive um, but once their county champions are, are crowned they maybe struggle in the provinces after they don't really have not since Milford were so dominant have they had a team that was able to compete outside the province which is unusual um, but look, yeah, Sarsfields again will be one of those teams where are they going to drive on now and dominate for a number of years or, or are they happy that, that they've satiated the hunger with, with one success? But um, they're likely to be, the, to be the team to beat. In Ascara, of course, haven't gone away. They'll be there, thereabouts again. Um, Killa were, were close last year as well. They, they drew, lost the semi-final after a replay. But um, yeah, you'd imagine if Sarsfields uh, continue to develop to a very young side, they'll, they'll take deep in Cork again. Yeah, one. And we move on to one of your favourite counties, which is uh, Offaly. Uh, St. Ryan is, I suppose, was through Leinster last year. So, again, they have to be the, the favourites for this year's club championship. Yeah. Uh, they're, look, they're a dominant force in Offaly. Um, probably if there isn't much more to say about it. Like, I suppose they're going to get better as well. Like, Again, the likes of Siobhan Flannery, Linda Sullivan, and a few more of these are maybe uh, heading towards the, the twilight years of their career. They've been around a long, long time. But uh, maybe the standout performance last year, you keep saying last year, in March in Crow Park, were from Siobhan McGrath and Kay Kinney. Um, Kay Kinney from Rhinos, like she was, I think, 18 years of age. Uh, we'd spoken about it before. Like, she was uh, at one stage there a couple of years ago, and she was only 16. She was the Offaly Camogie and Ladies Footballer of the Year in the same year <laughs> at senior level. Um, so she's a talent, like, and she just lit up Crow Park in March. There isn't another forward in, in Offaly like her. There's very few forwards in the country like her. Um, and look, they won't be next or near touched in Offaly. They'll, they'll, they'll walk that. Right, that's an easy prediction for you, so. Easy one, yeah, that's the one I get right, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose a friend of our, ours and a friend of the show, JJ Dyle, uh, 
managing Wexford, of course. But um, his St. Martins have been have been champions the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Again, I can only presume it's theirs to lose. Yeah, look, I, I think it's very. It's look, they are. You're you're right. I, maybe say it's theirs to lose might be a little bit too uh, forceful, but. They are definitely the number one team in Wexford, and and look, let's call it a spade a spade. Maybe the number one team, one of the number one teams in Ireland. Um, they'll probably be disappointed with themselves that they didn't put the Leinster title on the board last year. Um, they'll probably feel that they have a point to prove. Uh, they have some top top class players that we'll have seen there over the Ashburn weekend, um, like Sarah O'Connor and her sister play with DCU, Chloe Fox, uh, Chloe Fox with UCD. Like these are all top class players playing at Martins. Um, Olaf are very active on the on the challenge match scene. They're playing a lot of games. You can tell they're very, very organised, um, well managed, and of course, just still have so many talented players. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, how that goes. Um, you get the feeling that maybe Olaf might have one more old blast in them, like you know, that that they could get over the line. But look, if you if it was money in your pocket that you had to put down, you wouldn't be backing against Martins. So you wouldn't be surprised if Olaf did it. But you definitely wouldn't back against Martins. No Especially with JJ as the manager as well. You know, they'd be well drilled, well organised. Yeah. That, exactly. That's one thing you can be sure and certain of. That yeah. they, will have, they will have a specific game planned out. They will be going towards. Um, but the fact that, like, we, we have, we said, likes of our, like, in most counties, it's so competitive that, that mm-hmm. it, like, it, there's, there's going to be great games in every county. Um, yeah, definitely in every county. Like, you're, you're looking at there, like, I suppose. If you go back through, Wex, say, if you take Wexford, whichever one of those, Martins or Olar come out, will be one of the favourites to win their provincial championship. Whoever comes out of Clare will be one of the favourites to win their provincial championship. Whoever comes out of Galway will be one of the favourites to win their Ireland. Like, the biggest battle for all these teams is to get out of their home counties. Do you know, yeah. like, it nearly opens up for, for most of them once they do. <laughs> do you know, it's like the, the biggest battle is going to be the neighbours. Like, you know yourself, like, you know, take Sarsons there, and no, I'm sure, like, Everyone in Galway will be just looking to dethrone them. You know, they're Ireland champions. And same with Scarif now, all the Clare teams will be looking to have a cut off. And when you're up there, you're there to be shot at, like, you know yourself. I'll just pu- pull the handbrake there for a second. So, uh, Martins is coming out of, of, of Oh, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, we'll go with Martins, yeah. And they're, win- they're, they're winning the, the Leinster Championship, but I think Vincent's in... And Thomas Dunham went with Leinster. <laughs> I didn't back us to win Kikini, but back us to win Leinster. If we get out, we won't be stopped. Uh, no, but uh, Vincent's like they've been very strong provincial level for the last couple of years. They're Leinster mm-hmm. champions last year. Again, they're going to be favourites co- for coming out of Dublin. Um, and again, looking at Leinster and pushing on um, throughout. Definitely, uh, Vincent's a very strong side. Um, big club, of course, big famous club. Um, there's a bit of a football influence in there as well. It's Neve Heddard and the, the Dublin footballer plays centre forward for them. And, I think uh, her mom is the coach and then she has a bit of a football background as well and they do play kind of a bit defensive and break um, like a lot of the Dublin, Dublin commodity teams do. Um, they're a very, very good side. Um, they pushed Sarsfields, um, pushed Sarsfields hard in their early semi-final last year. They didn't have it all their own way in Dublin last year. They lost in the group to Jude's um, although they, they emphatically reversed that in the county final and gave them a bit of a, bit of a trim and so you wouldn't know maybe they were Pulling a fast one well, the stage, yeah, yeah. As you said, there hit the handbrake maybe a small bit, but um, they're the two standout teams. Ballyboden are a very good side as well, and um, the winner in Dublin definitely won't come out outside of those three, and it'd be very surprising if it wasn't Vincent's. And as you said, there once they get out of Dublin, then they'll fancy their chances of retaining their title as well. 
Leinster will be very competitive if it does go ahead. Um, like you'll, you'll have three big hitters. Whoever comes out of Kilkenny Wexford in Dublin will all be very even and will all fancy their chances going all the way. Big time, big time. Again, another very competitive championship. We, we look up to Ulster. Um, and again, the two real standout teams there, I suppose, are Schlockneil and uh, Lockneil. Um, again, champions of Derry and Antrim, respectively. Some great battles in Ulster over the last couple of years. And again, schedule permitting, I presume we can expect the same from two, two savage club teams. Yeah. Like, I suppose a lot of people until Sarsfields had won this year would have said that Sarsfields were very unlucky to be around at the same time as Slot Neil, um, that they might have had three or four in the bag at this stage. But Jesus, Lockheel must be, the, must be the other, the next unluckiest team in the country to be around at the same time as Slot Neil because they, they really ran them close um, so many times um, in the championship um, and just came up short every single time. Sometimes, okay, beaten by maybe a decent margin, but more often than not, very, very close, tight games. And there's an awful lot of work being done in Antrim Camogie. I know they're one of the most vocal about the, the National Leagues not being finished because they were flying in Division 2. Uh, they had hammered Tipperary. And it seems like they've really got their act together. They've been competing at A-level and underage for the first time in a long time. And I suppose it's, it's, it's no surprise that with Lockheed have been so competitive um, and, to get, and to get their act together underage that they are starting to do that. But... Yeah, look, you, you would be thinking that if it does go to provincial levels, Lachneil and, and Lachiel are going to lock horns again um, in, in the Ulster final. But I'm afraid uh, it'll be very, very difficult to see Lachneil being beaten. I think um, they're still, despite the defeat in, in March, they're still one of the top, top teams in the country and it'll take some beating. Exactly. And if Dodd Ireland does go, go ahead, like again, they'll be fancying their chances as well to oh, go yeah. all the way. Definitely will. Serious club side. Um, we, have a, we have them on the podcast soon to chat about them. It's a great story. They're a great club as well as a, as a great team. Um, but yeah, like if you, if you look at it there, I mean, like you could end up with an All-Ireland series where I suppose you'll have, or even provincial series where you'll have, say, Martins, Vincents, um, in Leinster, whoever comes out of Kikini. <laughs> uh, there as well. Yeah. And all jokes aside, I would fancy our chances like Joe. I wouldn't be driving down from Limerick there two or three times a week. It's a fair spin down. If we didn't fancy our chances, there'd be no point otherwise. Um you know, but and then in Munster then like you, you could end up with well it's a shame not God here, but imagine the championship you'd have if it was God here and Scarra for Ina, um Joe Han and these and Inascara or Sars is like the gorgeous. Like you'd you could have you'd have an unbelievable championship, but yeah, look, we're going to try and get out and about a few of the games, I suppose, schedules permitting, we're both involved in club teams and stuff like that, so it mightn't always be easy, but um, we'll try and get to a few of the games and, uh, and see what's going on. There's certainly some tasty fixtures there, so it'd be great to get out, especially Galway and Clare in particular, just jumping off the, jumping off the schedule there, so it'd be good, good to see us so, on a road trip. So just for just a quick, a quick recap, um, okay. just, just put your neck on the line again. You're, yeah. Basically, you've gone for Ina, Sarasfields, Thomastown, Burgess, yeah. Yeah. De La Salle, Ahan. Ooh, did I go for De La Salle? Yeah, throw up, go on. Okay, that, that's, actually, that's, that's an outrageous call. Like, gee, yeah. No, go on, I'll stick with it. I'll back bet. I, like, I, I, I really rake all here. They're a class side, but go on. Like, bet, bet, <laughs> save, bet has saved my skin on so many occasions with UL that I'm not going to back against her. We go, okay, we go with De La Salle, so okay. Rhinez, Martins, yeah. Vincent's. Yeah. And then Ulster will take care of itself. 
That's it, baby. <laughs> so I get, I, and again, if all of them are wrong, this podcast will never again see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I'll make sure to have this on, on record. I'll take a lovely clip out of this and I, I'll, be, I'll be replaying it in uh, sept- yeah. September. Is it possible to nail a podcast to a wall of a dressing room? Is that, I'm sure it is. But, uh, <laughs> Nick Clifford now is probably recording this as we're watching the Ilana. But look, all jokes aside, I think this, it's important what we're doing here because far too often, uh, like what happens in, in Camogie is just, look, you get the fixtures and you get this and this team or team A are playing team B and, you know, it's, isn't it great? Like nobody is putting their neck on the line and actually making predictions or doing previews or calling it as it is. And look, that's why, that's why this whole thing was set up to do that. So, look, I could be wrong on the 10 of them, but look, I think the more people that do go out and make the predictions and do it, it's better for the game and it just adds more to the profile and stuff like that. So, add the right most of them <laughs> exactly no it's a pleasure to do um, them predictions again with you and again I'll be, be hoping that you're, you're wrong just to kind of give you another <laughs> dig or two I'll tell you what we'll do Davey if I get the 10 of them right uh, we'll arrange for you to take on Bet Carton in a left handed free taking competition that's, that's, the, that's the bet if I get the 10 we'll video it I've lost already <laughs> um, that's a fact no but again look again we'll wrap this up and looking forward to, to the next next podcast and again it's always looking forward to see what we can do next and the next podcast we have someone very interesting on we probably yeah. the quote of of Kamogi curling GA in general um, Angela Down yeah unbelievable um, like when we asked Katie Power to, to do what she said I can get Angela on and uh, we were trying to organise the time she said I just have to check with the Queen <laughs> and she said right like just yeah you know, it's, it's almost, she's almost unrivaled when it comes to, are you talking about who the greatest player? Team of the century, 12 All-Irelands at Kikini, and another 12 at her club, and just um, read, read an article about her lately, like herself and Anne were doing like full S&C programs in the early 90s and just absolutely dominating teams. Like, so like they were real, um, I suppose, pioneers for, for the modern game. And my experience of, of Angela and Bodan from crossing them on the sideline once or twice is that she won't hold back with her thoughts. So it's going to be a belter. So really looking forward to recording that. And geez, like, like that's not forgetting Katie either. Like probably John, one of the top simple forwards in the game, all-star, learning winner of class as well. But she might just, I think she won't have any problem with, with kind of being in the side seat beside Angela while she takes centre stage either. So, and with that, that'll be really good. So looking forward to it. Excellent, and we'll wrap it up there then. And again, like Adrian said at the start, if you don't forget to like, share, click the subscribe button, and we'll be good to go for next week.